Welcome back to the Find Your Fearless podcast. I am your host, Erica Hepperly, your favorite feminine lifestyle elevation coach, clinical hypnotherapist, and founder of the Fearless Feminine Project. In this podcast, we share the raw and the real moments of what it means to live your life fearlessly. From living life in corporate to building my life self-portrait, I am here to empower you to live the radiant life you have been dreaming of in a body you love. We will help you unlock your potential through deeper holistic healing, spiritual elevation, personal intimacy, and business expansion. You will finally witness the abundance of magic and miracles flow their way to you. Because when you live your life fearlessly, mm, that's when your metamorphosis starts to happen. And on today's episode, I am diving into one of the most pivotal, one of the most transformative experiences of my life. I was the first to leave my body in this experience. The first of 14 people to both experience and witness simultaneously my own death. This by far is one of the most intimate stories I have yet to share with you and has taken me over three months to integrate my experiences in order to formulate them into words, into sharings, into learnings. So as I lie in the middle of the Mexican jungle with my flesh draped over the grass, I slowly inhaled the medicine as I raised my arms overhead. Three, two, one. My body peacefully fell back as I was held in the bosom of Mama Gaia or Mother Nature. And this time without my soul. I'd been in the grass before, I'd been held by Mama Gaia before. But my soul blasted out of my body and it made its way into the dark tunnel plastered with geometric shapes. This deep, buttery feeling of peace ran through and over and in me as a knowing. As I made my way to a beautifully blinding light, I turned and caught a glimpse of my body lying on the ground being surrounded and held by the other beautiful humans who I entered the ceremony with. But I was gone, straight to what I can only explain as the light, where nothing was everything and everything was nothing. And there I felt a godlike energy, a massive presence that can only be explained as a knowing after you experience it. I have called on you to be a healer, I heard as a knowing within. And a few other learnings my conscious mind has still not yet been able to articulate. Again, it's a knowing that is beyond the explanation of the human experience, beyond the explanation of words. And boom, my eyes fluttered open as I was back in my body, back in the flesh that was gracefully being held by Pachamama herself. But this time, seeing the world through a lens of a newborn, 
pure fucking bliss. Like I was seeing the world for the first time where I was able to see energy, where the trees and bushes had personality, where the leaves twinkled in the wind that I now understood to be the breath of Mother Nature, where I had just experienced a rebirth, a gut-wrenching cry blasted out of me and a scream I'd never experienced before. I face-planted into the grass as I melted back into Mama Gaia herself. A pain so deep in my gut, it felt like my insides were being ripped out of me. It was fucking painful, but not my pain. The pain of my lineage, the pain of my ancestors, the pain of my clients, the collective pain of this world. The pain that had been passed down from generation to generation, the pain of self-loathing, of body image disgust, of judgment, of the painful desire to love and be loved. As I experienced every angle, every crevice, and every depth of that pain, I released it from my body, from my lineage, from the collective, and back into Mama Gaia as a beautiful energy to be recycled back into the highest vibrations of love and bliss. A smile of pure knowing caked over my face. I hugged my body. I rubbed my body. And those tears of pain turned into tears of gratitude for this experience. Tears of gratitude for this Bufo Frog Medicine Ceremony. Because I share with you, my life will never be the same. And my heart has been blasted open. And that was an excerpt that I wrote about my experience in a Bufo Ceremony. Bufo is a substance that is derived from the Bufo Alvarius toad, also known as the toad. If you've ever heard Mike Tyson being interviewed on Joe Rogan's podcast or even share his experience on his own podcast, you've probably heard that this is a psychedelic that basically shoots you out of the body. You experience your own death and your own rebirth and you have the possibility of meeting God or a God-like energy. And the substance that comes from the Bufo toad is 5-MeO-DMT. Um, the 5-MeO-DMT means it's from the five elements of the earth. And when you think about DMT, DMT is dimethyltryptamine. And although there's still research being done on where DMT can be found, some experts believe that the pineal gland produces it in the brain and releases it when we dream. And others believe that it is really only experienced at birth and at death. And that is why they say that DMT may be responsible for the mystical near-death experiences that uh, people hear about, right? Seeing the white light. People attribute that to the release of DMT. And so... As far as my experience goes with the toad or with um, Bufo Alvarius, 
is going to be shared here and now. So I had gone to Mexico for a two-week trip to meet my beautiful uh, support coach, and we were going to have an amazing experience um, that came from just really doing the inner work, really doing the healing together, because as we're on this journey to build and to expand our vision for Fearless and Flourish our uh, six-month mastermind and mentorship for women who are looking to turn their pain into purpose, we know that we have to do the work ourselves. And in order for us to expand our container or for us to see from so many different perspectives, we have to do the work. And one thing that got me really interested in psychedelics um, a really while back was I saw a visual, and it was the spectrum of light that each mammal on this earth sees. And I started to see that humans only have a very minuscule range of vision. We only have a minuscule range of the colors we see, the sounds we hear. And that really got me thinking, got me pondering, if we're only able to see so much, but all these other animals and mammals can see way more, hear way different um, frequencies of sound, what are we missing out on? And ever since I was a little girl, I never wanted to, I had a fear, I guess you could say, of not living life to the fullest. And so psychedelics always intrigued me because I've heard of all these experiences, these coming to life understandings that people would experience with psychedelics. And so opening up and being super transparent, I started to dabble with mushrooms and I realized that there was so much that mushrooms taught me. What could something like DMT do as well? And I know that DMT, again, is found in the beautiful plant medicine of ayahuasca that is facilitated by shamans but it's also found in the Bufo frog. And so one day I was listening to Mike Tyson talk about his Bufo experience on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I was sold. I was so intrigued. And I asked the universe if I was supposed to do this and experience Bufo in a ceremony. It would be presented to me with such ease. I would never have to go look for it. And then I would ask for a sign and I would do it. And I also started to follow along with maps.org, which is the multidisciplinary association for psychedelics and the research that they do um, with psychedelics and depression and anxiety and how psychedelics can really help us as a collective wake us up to a collective consciousness, to a deeper understanding um, of living in a place of love rather than from a place of fear. And because of the deep insight, the deep awareness, the deep understandings, the deep learnings that psilocybin or mushrooms had brought me up to this point in my life, when I was asked if I was ready and wanting to participate in a Bufo ceremony, I had a full body yes. It was almost like so clear to me that I was supposed to be doing it that I said yes immediately. So I arrive in Mexico and 
We're there for about a couple days when we go to a weekend trip to stay overnight in the jungle. No cell service, super disconnected. And I started to feel fear come into my body. I hadn't felt fear in an extremely long time. And the fear was coming from the anxiety of the unknown, the fear of the unknown around this bufo ceremony. And although I wasn't going to be participating in the ceremony for another week, I was in the space where the ceremony was going to take place. And so I started to feel fear. I started to feel like, oh my gosh, should I do this? What did I commit to? I should just say no, because my ego started to freak out. Almost like when you make investments in coaching programs, almost like when you make investments in something that's going to extremely expand you, is going to take your life to a whole new level. Your ego doesn't know how to act because it likes to keep you safe. It's your protection mechanism. And so my ego is freaking out. No, you can't do this. What are you thinking? What if this? What if that? Yada, yada, yada. And so then rather than following fear, I wanted to follow trust. And so I trusted that it was a full body yes when I said yes. And I'd been super interested in this experience for about over a year or so. And so when I went to this overnight camping trip in the jungle in Mexico, I asked the universe, if I am supposed to participate in this ceremony, please show me a frog. And I said that, I went about my day, went about my night, and all of a sudden, we were looking for someone in this camp area, and I took a couple steps, and I looked down, and right before my toes, there was a toad or a frog. I got the full body chills, my eyes started watering, and I said, holy shit, that is it, I'm supposed to do this ceremony. And so... I took that for what it was, and later on, the next morning, I saw two more frogs, and I trusted that this was the direction in which I was supposed to go. I was supposed to participate in this ceremony. So that was a Saturday. Fast forward a week. It was Friday evening. You're supposed to fast before the ceremony on Saturday. And again, I was anxious. I was freaking out. I had heard through Mike Tyson's podcast that he blasted out of his body. I heard that he had experienced his own death. And then I also heard that he had felt the most extreme amount of love that he had ever experienced in this lifetime. So although I was scared shitless, although I was experiencing anxiety I'd never experienced before, I followed my heart. I followed my intuition, that full body yes I received when I first had committed to the ceremony. And I followed trust. I followed trust that I was shown the path. I was shown this sign by the universe. And we went for it. So we get into the car on Saturday morning, and it's about an hour drive into the jungle where your phone at one point completely loses service, and all you get to do is be there with the group, with your thoughts, and with the facilitators. But I felt so safe. The facilitator we had shared the experience with, his life was saved by Bufo. He was a cocaine addict for years and years and years. He had been in the hospital on overdose multiple times. 
and Bufo saved his life. As he shared his experience, chills spilled up and down my body. And I was also with Victoria, my support coach, who had done it before. And so as we're all circling up, arriving to this beautiful space in Puerto Morelos, Mexico, something within me told me, you have to go first. You have to go first. I don't want you to experience or witness anyone else's experience. You go first. So as we opened, we circled for opening ceremony, they asked, who wants to go first? And my hand shot up all the way to the sky as I had volunteered myself to go first. And then all of a sudden, holy shit, what did I just do? Oh my God, maybe I shouldn't. Oh my gosh. But no one else raised their hand. And so the leader that I am, I decided to go first. The opening circle concluded and everyone gathered behind where the ceremony was to be facilitated. As the Bufo facilitator set up the sacred space, I sat down on the grass. Again, like I said, with my flesh held by Mama Gaia. The birds chirped. The wind rustled. And the fire that was lit in front gave off heat. As I read a prayer to keep me safe and protected throughout this ceremony, a tear started to spill down my face. Something within me told me my life would forever be changed. So the facilitator demonstrated how to smoke the bufo from this pipe. As you take your hands from your hips and you inhale and you raise them all the way to the sky, I practiced getting anxious, feeling nervous. I took a couple deep breaths to ground myself back into the moment. Holy shit, I was so scared. What the fuck was about to happen? And it was time. I grabbed the pipe out of his hand. I spoke beautiful affirmations. I thanked it for the learnings it was about to teach me. My heart is pounding as I'm telling this story. I feel like I'm reliving it all over again. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I held the pipe. I gave it back to him. As he held it for me, lit the pipe, I raised my arms from my hips all the way to the skies. I inhaled three, two, one, and my body slowly fell back onto the tapestry that sat between my body and the ground, the grass. My soul blasted out of my body straight into a dark tunnel filled with geometric shapes as I took a slight glance back to where my body was laying and I saw it laying there, but this time without my soul. No soul was in that body. It was just a corpse on the ground as my soul blasted into what I can explain as the light a beautiful blinding light where everything was nothing and nothing was everything. Oh my gosh. It felt so peaceful, so beautiful in there. 
no comparison, no hate, no fear, no anger, just pure loving and knowing bliss. Whereas introduced to a godlike energy, an energy so powerful and so beautiful without judgment, just presence. Where I heard, I have called on you to be a healer, to heal the collective and wake us up to more consciousness. And a couple other learnings I still have not been able to articulate. And all of a sudden, bam, I was back in my body. I twinkled my eyes open where I heard the sounds of drums and voices singing as if I was in a fairy tale. All I can explain it is a fairy tale where I saw energy in colors. I saw auras. I saw the trees have faces, have personalities. I saw the plants breathing life back into the air. I saw the twinkling of the wind. The wind, what I now saw as Mother Nature's breath. As I stared up into the clouds, they were perfect. I had just experienced my own death and I was laying here experiencing my own rebirth. As I balled up into fetal position, I felt like a newborn baby seeing the earth, seeing this earth for the first time. And emotion started to boil within me and boil within me. And before I knew it, I was bawling, gut-wrenching pain was coming out of my stomach. Tears so loud, I thought the whole jungle could hear me. As I started to feel the pain, at first I thought it was my pain. The pain I had held on to since I was a child around my body image. The pressure to perform that I had forcefully made myself suffer through. And I kept crying and bawling as I felt the deep compassion for the little girl within me. But as the journey went on, I realized it wasn't actually my pain. The suffering that I had been through this entire lifetime was not mine. It was the pain of my ancestors, of the woman in my lineage who had suffered their own body images, who had been repressed by the patriarchy and had just desired to be heard and to be seen and to be loved in their messiness without their perfection. The pain of them judging themselves and judging others. And I flopped from the fetal position, face, face planted back down into the grass where I removed the tapestry that was lying between me and the grass. And I started to feel like I was giving all of this pain back to Mother Nature, like she was pulling it out of me. The worst gut-wrenching stomach ache you've ever felt. As I was giving back 
and ending the cycle of this suffering, of the self-loathing, of the self-hate, of the personal disconnect, of the sexual repression, of the shame around intimacy. I was giving it all back to not only free myself, but to free those that come after me and to free my mother as well. Tears, I began to cry, but this time it was tears of understanding, tears of compassion, for we no longer had to suffer. And as I gave that back, I realized it was not just the pain of my lineage, it was not just the pain of my ancestors, but the pain of the collective, of all the women who sat in self-loathing, who sat in self-disgust. I was giving that pain back too, simultaneously experiencing it while giving it back to Mother Nature. Rolling around in the grass, I cried and I screamed and I just bolted out all of this energy that was left in me. And then I lie back on my back with my legs raised in the air, open as if I was giving birth giving birth to a new understanding, a new way of being, a new way to love your body and yourself. I was giving birth to my healer spirit that came here to shift the narrative, to help wake people up to more love, self-love, love of others, love of this life, and to let go of suffering. For we didn't come to this human experience to suffer. We came to wake up, to learn, to grow and to expand. And then what felt like the most alive pleasure snaked through my body and landed right in my womb space. Where the beginning of what felt like an orgasm came into my body and stayed there as I breathed through it. I deeply connected to the fetal position again where I rubbed my body, loved my body. And those tears of pain, those tears of suffering turned into tears of gratitude, tears of love for this experience, for being able to have the courage and the strength to experience what most don't get to experience in this lifetime, this bufo ceremony. And I laid back as if I'd just been shook. I had just released lifetimes, generations of suffering. And a smile caked over my face and tears dripped down into my ears. As it's the work like this that gets to change the narrative of this lifetime, where we get to wake up to other forms, other modalities of healing, where we get to move away from abusing Western medicine and see how plant medicine can be so healing. And I'm not here to tell you to go and do this experience. I'm here to just share my experiences of this lifetime and what has helped me 
heal? What has helped me see from a larger lens? And if you're sitting here listening and shaming or judging this psychedelic experience, I highly recommend you to visit maps.org. That's M-A-P-S dot org. As they have done so many psychedelic studies, so much research on psychedelics. I should say they have funded. And so many other colleges, universities are studying psychedelics and their positive effect on shifting and shaping a new narrative when it comes to healing. And so if you can learn anything from this episode is to open your mind to hearing experiences that maybe don't align with what you were told, experiences that maybe you were told were wrong or bad as you were growing up. Open your mind to learning other ways to live. Because when we have an open mind, it doesn't mean we have to live through that lens, but we get to understand that everyone is on a different journey in this lifetime. Every soul has come here to experience and learn something new. The more you open your mind, the more we get to live from a place of love and move out of a place of fear. The more we can do research beyond what the news tells us, the more we get to wake up, to raise our level of consciousness, and again, to live from a place of love. Because we're not made to suffer in this lifetime. And if you are suffering, what is that quote by Albert Einstein, who says, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. If you want the change, if you want elevation, if you want to live your life in happiness and joy and bliss and love, but you're not experiencing it yet, try something new. Do your research, open your mind and open your heart. And I will see you next week. Thank you.